I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Twenty-three picks have been made. It's like quarter to three in the morning, and it's the Steelers' turn. And they step to the virtual microphone, and they announce the selection of a defensive player. And you lose it, like, completely. Good morning to you. On that happy note, good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way every Monday through Friday, bright and early in the morning. If hockey and or baseball also happen to be on your list of interests, I offer up daily shots of Penguins and Pirates as well. It's not unthinkable. It's not without precedent that Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin, and remember, they're always in these things together. There's not a a ray of daylight between those two when it comes to a first-round pick. They could fall in love with a defensive player. You know this, and you know that they've done it. And you know that they could find a way to justify foregoing a team need, even one as glaring, as painful as the one currently at running back, and say, yeah, but look at that linebacker or that edge rusher. We love this player. We will figure out the running back later. We've got to have this guy. You know, you know they could do this, and you know they wouldn't care in the slightest what you or I or anyone on the outside thinks about it. This has happened, and it could again. What I wonder about, as it relates to the potential for this, is where they'd be looking what would be the position that you'd choose the easy answer to that the no fun answer is that it would be uh, best best available just a player that no matter who they have playing what it could be a left edge rusher that's there to take you know (laughs) tj spot someday where you'd go okay that's ridiculous and they do need They do need edge rushing depth. There isn't any question about that. But the more fun way is to look at the various positions that they have and ask yourself what would be the most likely need if they were to seek out a tiebreaker 
for these things. Where is the position that you would most want to see a first-round pick if the Steelers were to invest that first-round pick on defense? And I know it's distasteful as a concept. It, it just is. But if it were to happen, where would you most want to see it? I'm not going to lie. I In posing this question to myself, I had a hard time with it. I had a hard time with it because instead of just looking at uh, who the players are who are available, who are the ones that are best equipped to help right away, and that's going to be another thing that's going to frustrate people about something like this, is it could be a player who takes a while. And everyone's looking at 2021 as if it is the end of civilization as it relates to the Steelers. So whoever you get has to just jump out there and play right away and have an impact right away. And then there's a different way of looking at it, which is what is the most valuable position? What's the most dynamic position where you can have the biggest impact on the franchise? And sometimes that's not always clear. You know, I don't know that you would bring in Minka Fitzpatrick the way the Steelers did without hesitation giving up a first-round pick to get him from the Dolphins based on his position. Especially since even the Dolphins hadn't figured out what his position was, which is one of the reasons he wanted out of there. Actually, it was the main reason he wanted out of there. The Steelers kind of figured that out with Minka and then through watching him and then made it work and then made it really, really, really work. So it's it's not easy to just say that it would be about position. Here, here's let, Let's go around the, the Steelers' defensive side of the football and see what's there. I mentioned edge rusher. Uh, that's legit. I mean, TJ is TJ, and Alex Highsmith is going to be the starter in all likelihood on that other side. But beyond that, they don't have a whole lot. And if you brought in another guy, you could make the argument that, hey, we lost Bud Dupree, but we're replacing Bud Dupree. We got this mega, super fantastic star to play over there. And, you know, him and Highsmith can go at it. They can rotate. We can keep TJ fresher and healthier, et cetera, et cetera. Not unthinkable. We can talk about linebacker. Inside linebacker, I don't think anybody not even Derrick Henry would look at Robert Spillane and say, wow, that team is really set at inside linebacker. They're not. He's not a 2021 inside linebacker. Devin Bush is. Devin Bush doesn't have Spillane's size, but Spillane doesn't have Bush's speed, ability to cover, and a million other things. And there isn't a DC anywhere in the league who wouldn't take someone fitting Bush's prototype, never mind the disparity in talent level. Inside linebacker? Yeah, you know. The position doesn't have the same impact it used to back when defenses would just funnel all the running backs right into one guy, you know, Lawrence Timmons type, Hardy Nickerson. And they ended up with like half your team's tackles. But the position is important. The position can offer you a lot of different things. What about a defensive lineman? You know, Cam Cam Hayward and Stefan Tuitt and Tyson Alualu 
were either one or two in the NFL last year by most metrics and gradings, you know, right up there with Aaron Donald and the Rams. But none of them are children. They're all in their 30s. Alualu's 34. Again, really, really good football player. But what's the future at this position? Cam was a first-round pick. Steph was a second-round pick. Actually, Alualu was also a first-round pick. It just wasn't in Pittsburgh. It was in San Diego. There's a lot of pedigree there, but it's older. They didn't get this good on the defensive line by accident. They got this good by investing really high picks, or in the case of Alualu, acquiring one from someone else. Possible? Sure. Hardly unthinkable, I think, is the term I'm going to keep using with these. Cornerback? Hey, now here'd be a W, right? What about that? What about that? Tell Steven Nelson to go away? Keep Cam Sutton, but really only with a whatever passes for a promise in professional sports, that he'll get some time on the outside, but that he'll do a lot of his work in sub-packages on the inside. Okay. Most of your defensive work as a football team these days is in sub-packages. You got to replace Mike Hilton. You leave Cam inside and get yourself some super stud outside corner. And regardless of how that plays out, even if Cam really works out out there, then you can set this player up to be the replacement, ultimately, for Joe Hayden. Nice situation, right? Hmm. The only thing I can think of that I wouldn't bother with under any circumstance would be safety. Because you have Minka and you have Terrell Edmonds, both of whom are still young, both of whom are still getting better. They're still on an incline but other than that yeah you could do this anywhere you hated every bit of this didn't you i'll bet you did (laughs) i mean they gotta get a running back i feel like i just had to go through this exercise to remind myself of why all it is that they can do here that would be right is to get a running back and i think they will i don't mean to do this to make it sound like there's something else there or that I've heard something or anything to that effect. I haven't. This football team needs to commit, barring some extraordinary circumstance on draft day, to a running back. Not to any other position on the offense, not to any one of the 35 million offensive tackles who will be available. That just means they'll be available additionally in later rounds. They need to figure out which running back they want as their first option. Then they need to figure out which running back they want as their second option. Because by most measures, there isn't that much separating Najee Harris and Travis Etienne in one direction or the other, regardless of which guy you favor. Figure that out. Figure that out. Commit. Get your running back all the rest out after that. When we come back, just one question. Hey, it's 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. under the article that contains this podcast easy to find on our homepage. tell me you're subscribed by the way tell me you're subscribed to dk pittsburgh sports or we're gonna have a really hard time getting along here in podcast land this portion of daily shot of Steelers is brought to you by the personal injury law firm of luxembourg garbett kelly and george they represent people who are hurt in car accidents who need help with workers comp who have filed medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG pride themselves in doing what they say they're going to do. That sounds pretty basic, but I've heard it directly from them, and they take this concept very seriously. It's important to them, as they've made clear, that when they make a promise to you, they're going to keep that promise. They've been doing that in our region, keeping promises for over 80 years. Learn more at lgkg.com. Today's question comes from Kay Lucente, who asks, What are your thoughts on PFF's love affair with Nelson? They seem to have had him rated near the top of all NFL cornerbacks since he started with the Steelers, and obviously the team doesn't and shouldn't pay any mind to those. But you could see how Nelson and many fans could have thought that was evidence of him being the best cornerback over Hayden. PFF, for anybody who's a football fan that doesn't know already, is pro football focus. And it's a, it's a growing thing that's being taken increasingly seriously by fans and followers. Uh, they grade player performance. They study film, they track snaps, they track tackles, they track missed tackles, they track a lot of things that aren't going to be available to you from a a cursory visit to an ESPN. And as a result, you feel more informed when you see their content. I had a a subscription for a year, and I'm not going to lie, I enjoyed it. I didn't buy into all of it. I don't think anybody would or should. But I enjoyed having access to what I felt was additional data that I could put into my head and kind of swim it around and see how it influences what I see for myself and what I hear from others as a reporter. Nelson has been a difficult player to grade 
throughout his NFL career. When he was with the Chiefs, he was the most thrown-at corner in the league. And while he handled himself fairly well with all those balls coming his way, there's also the undercurrent there that, you know, all these offensive coordinators and quarterbacks thought that this was the guy they should be throwing at. So when he arrived in Pittsburgh, I had no idea what to make. That was the most mixed bag because of that specifically. He also had four interceptions. So you thought four interceptions, four picks is pretty good for a corner. That's nice. But was it just because he had a zillion balls thrown his way? So 2019 comes along. He's with the Steelers, shows up. As I mentioned on the show yesterday, great guy, great team guy. Everybody liked him immediately, which was which was neat to see. And he did the job, and then nobody was throwing his way, like, at all. Like, it went in the complete opposite direction. So every once in a while, you, you'd wonder, like, you couldn't even remember his name. Remember how long it took to even learn who he was for most people? That was what really jumped out to me about his 2019. Well, the PFF guys love when you don't have the ball thrown your way because it's seen as indicative of, you know, Darrell Revis, you know, because Darrell would go out there, Darrell would play an entire football game, and produced nothing but zeros across his stat line. No PDs, no INTs, no nothing. And everyone would say Darrell Rivas was the best player in that game. Even though a football wouldn't have come within 30 feet of him. It's a difficult position to grade. But Nelson made it twice as hard by being one thing one year, meaning the ball's thrown his way, and then another thing in 2019. 2020 was probably, I think, the fairest and the most representative season that he had because he, was, he finally found that Goldilocks territory in the middle bed, you know? They did throw his way. It wasn't a ton, but they did throw his way. And he did get beat sometimes. And he did look not so great sometimes. He also made some plays on the football. He also held his own over there. But this notion that he himself put forth, that he was the best corner on the Steelers, no, I'm sorry. To me, Joe Hayden was not the best corner on the Steelers because of his name and his reputation and everything else. The fact that he was Cleveland's only good player for like a decade. Well, him and Joe Thomas, that was it. That's not what it was about. It's that Joe Hayden made impact plays on games. Game-changing plays. Do not tell me that interceptions aren't more valuable than a PD or a, just a you know nice coverage route. Joe Hayden makes plays, and, and I don't care where the PFF. By the way, doesn't have them. There, there's never. Uh, too much distance between the two in any ranking. They're always one or the other, one or the other. And that's to Nelson's credit that that he worked his way into a position in Pittsburgh where people could mention him and Hayden 
uh, separately and close, but also as a tandem. And that's what you heard uh, more, most about, because Keith Butler benefited from having those guys both be able to go out in island man coverage. Because then he could utilize other players, notably Minka, in more wild cardish roles. But don't tell me that Hayden's a, uh, that, that Nelson's a better football player than Hayden. I, I don't know. To answer your question, I don't know if PFF has a love affair with him. I assume you were being facetious. Uh, but he does get high rankings despite not making those Joe Hayden type game changing plays. And I'm sorry. When you have a football team that's got Minka Fitzpatrick on it and you don't notice Minka for like two-thirds of the game and all he does is come away with one play, one pick, one fumble recovery, one something that changes the football game, that that's more valuable, you know, by any measure, by any measure. You will take the game-changing plays on your defense. Good question. Thanks for that. I, I really, really appreciate it when they come in like that. Love to talk actual football. We'll do another one of these daily shots of Steelers. Point Park University, in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door, your car, your gym locker, your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.